Welcome to How They Did It with me, Darby Worley. Today joining me on the show is Ciara Pressler of Pressler Collaborative and the new pre-game magazine, a part of which this podcast is to be. Ciara, welcome to the, sh- the inaugural episode of How They Did It. What an honor, Darby. So um, tell, tell the people a little bit about um, who you are and what you do all day. I am Ciara Pressler and I consult entrepreneurs and um, creative people like artists, designers, um, anyone creating a project on how to do it better. So mainly uh, through marketing and publicity, but also on their business model, how to use their time more efficiently. And, you know, through that process, I've become a quote unquote success investigator, you know, what works, you know, no matter who you are and what doesn't and how to keep improving your process. Let's talk about, um, let's talk about pregame. What is pregame? So pregame is an idea that's been coming together over many years. Um, something I do every, every year in January is, uh, a goal setting brunch for my friends in New York. And this year I'm expanding it to Portland and Los Angeles as well. And we get together, we set our goals, we talk about what we're doing right, we talk about what can be improved, and then everyone's super motivated and goes out and we don't see each other again (laughs) until the following year. So I've been trying to think of a way to keep everyone motivated you know, throughout the year, as as well as finding a way to bring together all the amazing people I meet through my work, not just my clients, but also, you know, the partners I meet, uh, networking in both my personal and professional life, which continues to overlap more and more as I go. So my idea was to put it all together into a success portfolio, which is not just my voice. I asked uh, the people who inspire me the most in business, in work, in fitness, uh, in spirituality and everything to contribute, you know, their own best practices to this content site, which is going to be pregame magazine. Let's talk a little bit about where pregame is going to, like what bucket pregame is going into, because it's not really a traditional news journalism lifestyle site. Like, what do you compare it to? Sure. Well, I want pregame to be the place you hang out online where you need where you, when you feel a little stuck and you need some extra motivation or guidance. So, you know, it's easy to go waste some time on the internet reading like your favorite blog or news source. And that's great. I have my favorites for sure. Not a news site. It's not journalism. It's more of a group blog with people who actually have some life experience under their belt who can share what they know to help move you forward. For people who are always looking to maximize their personal potential and also say really, really true to what they want, who they are, and how they do things best. Let's go back to your goal, your goals brunch. Tell me something that you learn, have you that you have learned over the past many years of doing these brunches about goal setting. Like maybe what was something that was surprising to you, or something that you thought you knew that you didn't really know until you did these? Hmm. Well, the, the most powerful thing I learned was, gosh, it must have been our third year. Um, you know, I started the Gold Brunch almost as a joke with some friends. I was trying to get them out to brunch on New Year's Eve day, and I said, hey, guys, if you guys come to brunch today, let's not just gossip about, you know, our night out last night. Let's let's actually talk about, you know, what we want to do in our new year and support each other. And it was really super fun, super powerful, and and 
it set the best possible tone for the new year. So, you know, as I grew the event, <laughs> you know, I started feeling all this pressure to like be the perfect goal person leading everybody into their most amazing lives. And that's like way too much pressure for any one person. So in the third year, um, I was giving sort of my speech. Uh, we have a theme every year. And um, I was giving my speech and I was talking about something I struggle with, which is keeping a consistent fitness regimen throughout the year. My friends all knew me as this like super aggressive powerhouse who ran a marathon or two every single year. And, um, and I talked about how after the marathon, I just crashed and I stopped working out and I would go into the holidays and just like stuff my face and, and drink my ass off. <laughs> and it was a struggle and I had to start from scratch every year and I would sabotage myself that way. And you know, a good friend of mine who struggles with her fitness regimen came up to me a few months later and said, you know, I always saw you as somebody who had it together when it came to fitness. And now that you shared that you don't have it together all the time, it sort of like inspired me that like, I don't have to have it perfect, but I can get going and find out what works for me. You know, my job isn't to be perfect and tell everyone what to do with their lives. My job is to create a space for people to figure out what works for them. And that took the pressure off me. And I think it added something more authentic to the event. And that's the spirit I'm trying to bring to pregame online. That's a really good point because everybody in everybody, every single person struggles with the, this feeling of being an imposter, whether it's your fitness and you're the one out there running the marathon when in reality you take two years off every year or your Madonna, who has talked about this, of, of feeling like she's fooling everybody and having her happiness only come after, uh, you know, she gets a good review or an album goes, uh, whatever the word is for selling lots of downloads these days is. Everybody struggles with that. And I think that that's really important for people to know. I kind of hope that people will find their way to this show um, when they're looking for career advice or just advice about how to do life better. And knowing that even the most successful person you know has doubts about their abilities is really comforting. Oh, yeah. That was a revelation to me when I heard – I was listening to um, an online class with Martha Beck, the life coach, who I really admire. And she coaches celebrity clients, like people you and I have heard of. And she said that every single one of her clients deals with imposter syndrome. And that was such a light bulb over my head because I thought – if I can feel like a total sham and like, you know, what business do I have to stand in front of people and tell them what their goals should be? Or what business do I have to, you know, launch a magazine that I can do it anyway, despite those fears? That is really powerful. Like you don't have to have a perfect plan to go forward. You don't have to have to be perfect to move forward. And I think the value of telling the whole story behind somebody's success, including the obstacles and not just this shiny rags to riches story is where people get the actual real tangible motivation to move forward. Cool. So let's talk about this show because this, this first episode is really just kind of a teaser um, to let people know what the show is going to be about, how it's going to function. So um, you go first. You, you talk about why you asked me to do this I'd so. love to. I was going to flip it around <laughs> as soon as you let me. <laughs> yeah, this is the pregame episode to the first episode, right? Right. Um, yeah, so Darby and I have known each other for years, and we first um, we first 
gosh, through a lot of different ways. We had a lot of people in common, and we both had come from the entertainment industry, and um, we our fitness world sort of overlapped. So Darby has become a really good friend and a mentor and, uh, you know, motivator to me and a client even. We've worked together on a few projects. Yep. And I so admired Darby's podcast, Everything Acting, because I love the way that she interviewed people in the entertainment industry um, and asked about their journey and how they were creating their own success. And I think that's so pivotal. And I thought it was such good information for people who were working in any industry, you know, and in, in creating any kind of goals, not just being an actor or actress or even working in entertainment, but everybody can use that information. So I said, Hey, Darby, I have this idea. Like, would you ever consider, you know, creating another podcast that was broader in scope in terms of working, you know, talking to people who had different types of careers? And when Darby said it, like, yes, and jumped at it, that gave me the courage to, like, start asking other people. Darby, you were the first person I asked when I was starting to formulate this idea. And and you saying yes and each each columnist that says, yeah, I have something to add to this, it inspires me to make this better. Yeah, and you know, I mean, we, we've talked about this before, but people who are hearing my voice for the first time may not know that I don't necessarily, I don't believe in any of that stuff about the secret or the universe serving you <laughs> up what you need or any of that stuff. I think it's all hooey. And that kind of stuff happens all the time <laughs> because I, yes. I have been, you know, I'm, I'm actually about to record my, you know, not final podcast for everything acting, but kind of a, Hey, we're not really doing this anymore, but we might launch an episode every now and then as soon as we hang up the phone, because everything acting while was a wonderful project at the time and really helped me in a multitude of ways over the years, I kind of feel like it's run its course and I'm kind of done having that conversation. And I'm also at a point in my own career, those of you who don't know me, is I've, I've been an actor for years and years and years and years. And the past probably, I'm going to say uh, six years, five or six years, I've been primarily just doing voiceover, which is a wonderful way to make a living. And I enjoy it quite a bit. I also feel like there's, I don't, I, I don't think I've done my last thing yet. I feel like there's something else. There's another career in store for me. I'm 49 right now. I'm hoping that this before, before I turn 50, I can figure out what my next thing, next and maybe final thing is going to be for my life. And I don't know what that is right now. I have very little idea. I know I want it to be in service somehow. I know I want to help other people's lives somehow. I don't know what that is. And so I'm hoping that the conversations that I have on this show will help me figure that out and help me get some ideas of what might be the next thing and how to get it. Isn't that the best thing about this project is like, we can totally use it for our own lives. Oh, work. it's fantastic. It gives yeah. me the it gives me the freedom to call up anybody I want in the world yeah. and ask them questions if they'll agree Absolutely. to talk to me. Absolutely. And you know, number one, I was thinking this morning, I want to be invited to your fiftieth birthday. So just so you know, <laughs> you throw a good party, I wanna be there. <laughs> it's two, gonna be a great party because my husband and I are both turning fifty. And you know, I wanna give you like permission not to know because you know, I know for me as somebody who's a big doer, I love having plan. I love doing and accomplishing stuff, but then not knowing what I want to do next is the hardest part for me. Like I yeah. get paralyzed at the fork in the road 
And I don't even know what decision to make, let alone making the decision and making a plan. And this first edition of pregame um, is completely all about goal setting and defining your own success. So you're going to find a lot of advice from people, from doctors to artists to tech people on how they go about, you know, figuring out what their next project is going to be. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Um, last question for you before we wrap this up: How do you personally define success? I think this is a I think this is a question I'm going to try to ask everybody because I think it's different for every person. And I want people, especially young people, who are coming to this. You know, there's that there was that survey of millennials um, last earlier in the year that said, and their top two goals were fame and money. And I hate to break it to you, youngins, that's not going to make you happy in the long run. So I think I'll, I hope I remember to ask everybody, what's your personal definition of success? Ciara, go. Oh, man. <laughs> I needed a whole issue of the magazine to discuss it. Um, my personal definition of success is locking into the truth of who you are and what you want, not just what the culture tells you to do. Um, I also started asking myself, what would I work on if failure was a certainty? Um, you know, you have to do things for the joy of the process and not for the award at the finish line. And that's taken me a really long time to learn that. And I'm still learning it in certain ways, you know, but that applies to every area of life. Like, are you going to enjoy training for this sports event or is it really just about bucket list and getting the medal like are you going to enjoy waking up and working really hard on this business idea every day or is it just about the possibility of you know getting in Forbes someday um do you enjoy spending time with this person every day or are you just trying to get married like it has to be about the process and the results have to be you know the icing on the cake excellent I like that one do you want to hear mine yes <laughs> <laughs> um, mine, mine changes all the time, but at the moment, I feel like it's having the, being successful to me is being in a place where I get to say what I do with my time and with mm. whom I do it. So that, that means I'm not stuck in a career I don't like. I'm not, I'm not having to go punch a clock at some place I don't enjoy being. I'm not having to spend time with people who don't, who don't, who am I don't enjoy. And can I say, you know, one element of success, I think it's not complete unless there's an element of generosity or service. Um, yeah. If I'm doing everything for me and there's no area of my life where I feel like I'm giving more because I'm trying to benefit my community, it's not actually successful. So I think you know, bringing other people along for the ride, passing, you know, your success along to other people, sharing what you've learned along the way is absolutely important. It's huge. That's why we started the acting podcast in the first place. As actors, we're very like, you know, self-focused. It's always, I'm always thinking about what I'm doing, what I'm, um, how I'm performing. What do I sound like? What do I look like? And the whole reason to do that we did the podcast was to get out of that conversation and go into more of a, um, how can we help other people? How can we demystify? Our, our slogan was to join us as we explore 
I don't remember the words, but demystify the actor's journey. <laughs> yeah, it's time to move on. Yeah, it's time to move on. But demyst- it was join us as we demystify the actor's journey because we felt like it was just easier than we were all making it. And Ooh, so, yeah, that is yeah. so real. Yeah, and that's the same motivation behind all the content I create. You know, I have a business and marketing web series called The Audience. I have pregame now. I have articles I write, um, any podcasts or interviews that I do. It's about, you know, sort of Robin Hooding good information, taking like all the best practices I learned through consulting entrepreneurs for over 10 years and giving that information over to people who are trying to formulate their ideas but may not quite be to the point yet where they can afford to hire somebody to help them. Right. Excellent. Okay, um I said the la- the last question was the last question, but I have one more and this is a little bit this is a little bit I didn't give you any warning on this one, so if you can't think of anything, feel free to blow it off. But what's going what's something on the internet right now that is inspiring you? Something that people can go to with their computers or their iPhones? Um, that you are finding inspirational right now? Oh, wow. So many things, and I would never blow off that question. Um, my, I'm going to, I'm going to say three. Okay. One, my favorite podcast other than this one (laughs) is On Being with Krista Tippett, because she talks about, um, how one's own spiritual practice extremely broadly defined plays into the way we live our lives and go about our work. Um, I also, uh, follow a podcast called Dharma Punks NYC, which is really great about breaking down, um, some Buddhist principles to kind of help you live real life on a practical level. And, um, can you tell I've been on a spiritual quest the last few years? (laughs) (laughs) um, Uh, and then also I love the brain pickings website and newsletter. Um, it is, I think the most intelligent blog out there and brings together the philosophy and wisdom from the past, you know, from all of, all of civilization to kind of deliver some insights on everything we navigate in life, um, including work and love and just being. Excellent. Well, I have one, and this is, it's a TEDx talk, and I will put a, um, a link to it in our show notes. And it's just a 12-minute video. This guy from Harvard who um, has is spearheading, he's the latest person to be in charge of the longest study of human happiness that we have had so far. So they started wow. with these young men when they were 19 and there there was two subject groups. One was a group of kids who were going to Harvard who had very kind of privileged, um, comfortable backgrounds, all the advantages in the world. And then there was a group of guys who came from um, the a, a pretty tough neighborhood in Boston who had who had very few advantages and they followed them all the way up until I think I think they started out with 700 and some odd people and they're down to maybe 60 who are still with us but they, those people are all in their 90s and wow. so they talk about what where their happiness has come from and unsurprisingly it's it's relationships it comes down to at the at the end of their lives they realize that all the time they spent on their work and blah 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 not as important as the relationships that they had fostered now i have one little nitpick with this <laughs> study yes I, that is the pregame style <laughs> i bet you can you can maybe guess what it is 
they only studied men. And they said that oh. having, you know, having what well, the most important, like the number one criteria for being happy in your old age is that you had a partner, or at least, I'm not sorry, not in your old age, but in your marriage, is if you felt like you could count on your partner. And that marriage, as, as a rule, was something that having a committed partner was really important to these guys. And I'm like, well, yeah, they're all men. There have been <laughs> many studies that have also shown that marriage is much more advantageous to men than women. So I present this to you, dear listener. Um, to ask your opinion on this and also to see if anybody out there wants to get one of these going for women. <laughs> I love it, it. It would have been much better had they been studying both men and women for the same time period. So perhaps we can start a new one with um, both genders, all genders. Sorry, not to be binary. All genders represented. <laughs> we are so 21st century here. Oh my God. Represented guys, in have... the sample group. Yes. If you have an opinion on this, like, Come find us on Facebook, come to the website and leave a comment on the show page. We really want to hear from you. And also we're going to shape all our content around what you want to talk about. So if you have ideas like this, let us know. Yeah. And if you have ideas for people I should be interviewing, absolutely um, hook us up. You could, I'm super easy to find on the internet. If you just Google Darby with an I, you will find me. But my Facebook page is facebook.com slash Darby. Twitter is at Darby W. And my website is DarbyWorley.com. Our podcast is housed within the broader site, PregameMagazine.com. Look for us out there. Again, the show is called How They Did It with me, Darby Worley. Thank you, Ciara. Thank you.